so how did we meet? Uh, we met in middle school. So this was a story. So basically, in high in middle school, my middle school Frederick Douglass we merged with Thurgood Marshall yeah. for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and we were Douglas Marshall. Oh, that was gross. That was gross. I don't know what the hell they were thinking, trying to keep the last two names together. That's sort of my business. Anyways, so I remember uh, a lot of people basically from Thurgood Marshall came to my school. I was at FD, and B. John was one of those people who came. And so I was like, okay, how did we end up? I know we met through there. When did we actually start talking to each other? I Maybe at the end of eighth grade? When we started doing more activities and stuff? I remember the last day of school, and everybody was like, I don't know who's going back here for high school. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. And I remember that was kind of the thing. We kind of just made our group, because we were just like, yeah, we're the only people staying back. Because it was like, everybody either was going to go to Westchester, Sarah, uh, Crenshaw, Culver City. Like, everybody was like, oh, I'm going to go here, here, and here. Nobody really was staying like that. It was kind of like, you kind of just... Like the parents are tired of uh, ISF or something. Yeah, the parents were tired of ISF or they ended up moving farther away from school. But then that school was ratchet anyway. R.I.P. <laughs> Frederick Douglass. R.I.P. Is Thurgood Marshall still up? I forgot. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. R.I.P. the school. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Anyways, welcome to Really Grown Shit, the podcast for the 20-somethings that ain't doing nothing like myself. My name is Tashia J. I am your host today. I am here with a hometown friend. I've known Bijan damn near too long. <laughs> what is this? Like since like almost almost, okay. almost a third of my life. I'm 22. Oh, yeah, yeah. A third of my life. Wow. <laughs> um, but my question is, what what do you think has kept us like being friends so long? Because you know how sometimes like we went because we went to different schools. Mm-hmm. There was that kind of like those losses of time and energy. Sometimes you would be. And then you moved too, so it was kind of like oh, For school, yeah. and so it was like I didn't know, you know, I stayed in California, but then you moved to uh, Arizona, so it's kind yeah. of so it's kind of like the factor of like oh, how are we able to like still reach out and stuff like that? But I don't know, it was time. I feel like it was mostly because of how much time we spent in high school. Mm-hmm. I just always connected with you and a couple of other people, so. I didn't feel like that connection should have been lost because mm-hmm. I moved to Arizona. I didn't really know anyone in Arizona. Same. When I moved to Berkeley, I didn't really know anybody. So it's kind of like you got to keep people that you, you know, your connections are towards. You know, it's like everyone, yeah. everyone always thinks that you know when you go to college that you just forget your high school forget friends. Forget everybody. Yeah. You forget That's everybody. Not true. That's not true. That's not true. You keep you keep around who you want to keep around, and then you have some folks where it's like you know it's like you live vicariously through their Instagram pages. Like hey. Yeah. I see you, you doing your shit. I see you, you do, you living your best life. I see you raising your family. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but Happy towards you. Mm-hmm. And exactly, like, it's all, it's all, there's, not, there's never any bad energy, just nothing but love. But, like I said, with really grown shit, I want to say one of the biggest things I've learned about, like, this time out of school, and that's why I'm happy, is that, like, you know, since we graduated, cheers! Oh, yes. Since we've graduated... We we finally both decided to move back home. Uh-huh. <laughs> both decided to move back home. And I say one of the things that I've appreciated is how it's like, as an adult, we've been able to focus on how we were young. Mm-hmm. Focus on our youth. Okay. I want to say it's like, since we now don't have school, some of us are working. Like, I, I'm still finding a job. You got a full-time job now. And mm-hmm. it's like, we still make time for each other. 
we still make time and it's like we're able to also be able to we don't have to go hop into our career field now we have all our lives yeah. to we have all our lives the world is our oyster now and i feel like we realize that eventually when you go to college we're just saying um Okay, when you graduate from college, you're going to need to get a full-time job immediately the mm-hmm. next week. And you're going to need to start your life and your uh, responsibilities. So I would say that now we realize we don't have to rush ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are in our early 20s and we should be able to live our life how freely we want to and not be judged by that. Exactly. Social exactly. standards. You know, hot girl summer. You know, <laughs> you know what's it called? Um, What's my favorite? Fuckboy fall. You know, all these oh. other... Oh, yeah, that's a new one. I figured... I didn't, oh. I didn't know about that one until a couple days ago. Okay. But another thing I was realizing is like because we have more free time, it's like I'm able to like do other things. Like it's like simply because, like I said, we just have work. I got free time to prepare for grad school. Because I know damn well if I tried to prep for grad school while I was in school, that's deaf. When they had a supply <laughs> for college in high school, I don't know what the fuck they were making me do. Oh, I was yeah. like, y'all trying to just make me su- just be superhero. It and was I- honestly a very stressing situation for a high schooler at that. And you already have a million things going on in your life already. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're in high school. That's supposed to be like the worst type of school that you're in your exactly. entire life. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, I what I'm grateful for now. And it's like, also I've been able to actually, now that I've moved back, I've been able to readjust, get readjusted to my home community. Mm-hmm. Get adjusted to like all the old people, old faces, folks that I ain't seen who seen me grow up in this neighborhood. Well, it's very nostalgic to see those people coming back from yeah. school. Even people you hung out with in school, in high school, it's very nostalgic to see them and say, wow, we were just together four years ago. Or, mm-hmm. you know, four years have flown by my life. That's why I'm scared to go to the Fox Hills Mall because every time, oh, I, no. go, every time I go in there, I always <laughs> see somebody. I always see somebody from high school. And it's all, it's cute. It's very nostalgic. But then I end up in this like this. I'll go in the Fox Hills Mall for one thing and one thing only. Uh-huh. Oh, so if you're an L.A. local, you do know about the Fox Hills Mall. But if you're not, it's really probably the Westfield. The Westfield Culver City. <laughs> It'll never be the Westfield. I know. No one ever calls it that. I for sure don't. But anyways, um, since that whole... But anyways, since every time I fucking go there, I always meet see somebody I end up knowing. And I literally go to the Fox Hills Mall for one thing and one thing only. What do you go for? Well, I mean, say every time something different, you know, it might be like, I'll go to Target. I'll go there simply just for Target. Oh, just for Or I'll simply go there just for Old Navy. But every time I go in there, somebody stopped me on my way. But, hey, hey, Deshaya. You did not need that. (laughs) You didn't have to be known this life. I don't need that energy. I don't need this energy. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I don't need this energy. But, I mean, one of the things I've been, that's really fun about, like, life after college is I've been able to cross up things off my bucket list. Okay. Give, me, give me one. Well, I went pole dancing. Really? Went, yes! Oh, I'm my a stripper now? Hey, you know, I gotta make my money somehow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make my money somehow. But, honestly, no, it was hilarious. Like, shout out to everybody, everybody who I went to pole dance, how I went pole dancing with, but that shit was hilarious. Uh-huh. When I tell you, it was like, everybody was free. Everybody could be with, be who they wanted to be. I saw a side of myself wow. I ain't never seen before. Wow. But that's you all. open that side up to yourself? <laughs> yes, I did. I said hello to myself. <laughs> how long was the class? So, we literally, the class was only from like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., Okay, that's a workout, though. I know. So, literally, I didn't have to go to the gym that day. 
And, and plug the info. Mm-hmm. Who's so, the class instructor? So I went to Romance and Dance. It's located in Carson. Wow. <laughs> that sounds nice. I know the name was literally, I said, oh, yes, I'm here for this shit. And it's on, and where is it? It was Anicia and Coco. Those okay. are my people. Those are my people. So shout out to them. Shout out to them. But, um, but yeah, like I said, have you been able to cross off anything off your bucket list? I know, I've just been doing a lot of talking. I feel like my bucket list would really consist of me traveling. Mm. And where I want to go for the different countries and what I want to do there. I personally don't think I have an, an official bucket list mm. that I've made yet. But or like things you just like you want to do, like things you want to do, wanted but, to do, but you've done, but you're able to do now that you have like free time. And it's like um, not really. I think it's just me making my money. And hey, maybe you know that's what I some, think it is. That's some shit. I think it, it's maybe. Um, I feel like maybe it's just me being able to expose myself on Instagram mm. for my acceptance of myself, my body. Cheers on that one, Cheer- okay? Exactly, yes. <laughs> Seeing myself four, three, maybe even one year ago, I would not have done the things that I've done mm-hmm. to show the world that my size, my color, my body is okay. It will be accepted. And that is regardless whether to you like it or not you don't make any of my checks <laughs> your words won't cut my checks so that's all i have to say <laughs> i'm just letting y'all know y'all do know this is uh one of the things about being a podcast for 20 somethings is that we do things that 20 somethings do after a long day of work what are we doing we winding down winding down with a glass of stella bitch what <laughs> Hello, hello. Uh, but anyway, back to the back to the um, official interview. But my question is, so like you talk a little bit, of, you talked a little bit about your experience, like with Instagram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you classify yourself as? Like, would you classify yourself as a plus size influencer or a model? I would say probably an influencer. Say more about more that. so being not a model because I haven't officially been picked up by any brands or agencies. Mm-hmm. I would love to. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is Bijan Ross B-I-J-A-N Ross R-O-S-S Just throw a little plug in there. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. You know this. So, you know, I put all my team on. That's one thing I gotta, I gotta let y'all know. I put my whole team on. I feel like being an influencer in this day and age is more accepted now. Um, I'm able to reach many people. I've had people come in my DMs and say, thank you. Your posts have inspired me to post things that I wouldn't have, that I've kept Mm. in my phone. I've taken the pictures now. I've kept them in my phone for so long. Same, same, same. I swear to God, I feel like when I was younger, I just... I loved myself, but mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't. I wasn't like ready for the world to know how much I loved myself. Uh-huh. I was just like, you know what? I'ma just wait because everybody who sees me in person should be able to. But then after a point, I was like, I lost my, I lost the physical connection with a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they want to see me living my best life. People thrive off other, other interactions with people. Exactly. You're you're very much a people person. Mm-hmm. And that's okay even if you're not, you know? Exactly. Everyone's who they are. So 
you just have to appreciate yourself and then allow others to appreciate you as well. If you can't love yourself, then nobody else can love you. Thank you. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, then who will? That's like, oh my God, that's one of the things I had learned in college. No, honestly. But you want to know what we learned that from? Okay. Remember the Big Bottom Bash? Yes, that was so much fun. Oh my God. Okay. Shout out to Big Bottom Behavior. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> Thank you. So we went, so basically, what was it, June? June, July, summer. That, shit was, Hot. that shit was hilarious. Hot because time. So I was coming from a weekend trip. And I was coming from a weekend trip in Berkeley. And I remember coming, literally getting off of my flight and running back home to get ready for this. For day. me. For me. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and so we can go to this dance for this damn pool party. But I was happy, though, because I was like, you know what? This is a great way to start the summer. And I was like, yeah. where, where was we? We was in Beverly. What was it? Beverly Hills? No, Bel Air. It was somewhere in the hills. Where you had it? to have money to stay Oh, they had. You had to have money to stay there. I was sitting there like, they rented out a nice, pretty-ass pad and everything. It was so oh, cute. Oh, yeah, it was nice. It felt like I was, like, in the Barrett Girls Club. Like, this is actually the house that I was supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> like, if they ever had... You know what? If they ever bring back the Barrett Girls Club, but, like, made, like, a, college, a, co- like a college edition, like, it was like, oh, the bad girls, like, I'm in my bag, bitch. <laughs> or... Like bad as in like a uh, little baby bad, like she bad bad bad, like some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Then you man, the hell yeah, be that would be me. That would be me. Okay. <laughs> but we had so much fun. We had so much fun. Like we met so many influencers, so many like I don't know. It was, what was great. I really, one thing that I really loved about it was that like it wasn't just like a normal pool party. Mm-hmm. There was structure behind this. There okay. was like speakers and like uh-huh. there was a panel of just like influences and stuff like that. Very nice, and they were also they uh, not theorists, but what's the other word? Academics. Okay. Yeah, so, they had some degrees behind. Exactly. They were edu- had a little knowledge. Educated queer folks of color, and I was just sitting here and I was like, yes, all this energy. This is what I needed to see. I need to see us in these streets. I need to see us loving our ch- loving each other's bodies for who we are. It was just such a positive environment to be in to see all these beautiful big bodies mm-hmm. being in the pool stretched out tanning you know mm-hmm. laughing enjoying themselves having panels discussions everything and drinks and food oh okay? hell thank That's you also that was the best part that was, my favorite part was the vegan the vegan tacos i jackfruit jackfruit the fucking jackfruit tostadas i oh, thought it was chicken i did too it was but so it, good. But whatever spice, that's the thing. I feel like it's like I could pull the vegan route. I just got to figure out how to spice up my food. How to cook up your food, yeah. Exactly, because you can make, literally, you can make fucking jackfruit taste like chicken. Anything's possible. Anything's possible if you can make jackfruit. Yeah. Anything's possible. Yep. Mm-mm. Even with that soy, that soy protein shit, all that stuff. Yeah. If you just season it right, good to go. Good to go. The event was so... Plus size magical is exactly. what I would say. We were in the pool. We were relaxing, carefree the entire day. They had the twerk competition. The twerk contest. Let's talk about that. Ooh, wait. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Go ahead, talk about okay, it. Okay. Don't talk. be embarrassed now. I mean, I can't be. The cat's out the bag. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> but um, there was a twerk competition, right? So... Me personally, I love shaking my ass. That's one thing that I that that was grateful for. Um, that was grateful God's for bearing gift. Huh? God's bearing gift. They gave us that everything has two reasons. They gave your ass to do two things: to sit and shake. 
Okay. Sit and shake. Sit okay. and shake. I don't care what and and shake could be in any context. That mm-hmm. little shake you do when you try and get off the toilet or some shit. Oh like my that. god. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> but what shake were you doing? Well I was doing a booty shake. I mean the, okay. the typical booty shake you do when you wanna shake your ass but you dancing. Anyways. So I mean I like to twerk. Like that's one thing that I was grateful for at the big bottom bashers that be able to unapologetically shake my ass with no crazy motherfucker right behind no me. No judgment. No judgment. No restrictions. Exactly. And people were going up there and shaking their butts. Shaking too, their right? booties. Everybody you know, it's like little booties matter, big booties matter. Everybody Every, matters. Everybody matters. And exactly. that's the best part about the event. Everybody matters. Everybody had a voice. Everyone had a space. Everybody had a presence. Yeah. And that's what I'm grateful for. But basically, the twerk competition, I dominate that shit. <laughs> I did. I don't care what anyone says. I did. I tore that ass up on my ass. But <laughs> basically, so I, I feel like I already won after the first damn round. It was how many rounds? Three it rounds? It was three Four rounds. rounds. I was three rounds, and I was in the first round. Yeah, you were. Because I was sitting there And like, you won the first round. I won the first round. I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, I'm... Where my prize at? Then I said, oh, no, 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 there's two more. I was like, two more? Two more qualification rounds, and then the semifinal to get the finale, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was the semifinal. And then... It was very, it was very, it was really close. Really close when we got to the third round. When we mm-hmm. got to the third, when we got to like the semifinals. Because I was against very, I was against some queens. I was against some queens. You get some challengers. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were shaking like, their like, I, I was thinking. So one of the, I'm so used to being the only person in my, in my scenario who happens to know how to twerk. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you were, uh, not outnumbered, but you had some, uh, some had, challenges. I had some challenges. I had some people who was like, hey, I actually know what I'm doing. I said, you know what? Me too, sis. Me too, queen. And it was so funny. And then I ended up, and it was so funny because I ended up getting second place. But the first place person, they ended up giving me their prize anyway. And Because you were such a good twerker. You were such a good challenger. They gave you your gift. I was like, oh my God, I got my gift. I got my biscuit, gift basket. Because when we first came to think, they were like, oh, we might get some, get some goodie bags. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want a goodie bag. But I didn't know what the fuck was in the goodie bag. What was in there when you got it? It was a white robe. A satin? Was mm-hmm. it satin? It was oh, satin lovely. I could have been JT from uh, City Girls for Halloween. I just need to, I just need to find somebody else with a white JT. rope. If somebody had a... Okay. Look, 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 if you got a thing, we could have been City Girls for Halloween. I'm sorry. I didn't it, have a white rope. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. We're not even tripping. But back to their interview. I keep jumping back into tangents, but you know I know how to bounce back. Anyways, um, but judging from that experience, like who can you say were your biggest influences? when even jumping into the in-plus-size influencer realm? Um, well, I do follow a lot of people on Instagram and in that sort of, sort of spectrum mm-hmm. of uh, being a plus-size influencer model. Just any plus-size self-love I like to be involved in, you know? Because I need that. I have so many insecurities with myself still where I'm still challenging myself to break down certain walls of my mental insecurities you know, oh, you're still big. Oh, you're not lovable. Oh, you see all these other girls on Instagram. So many skinny models, so many skinny influencers that mm-hmm. have more followers than you or just they just have a bigger brand for themselves. So mm-hmm. with Instagram, I just really focused on a couple people. Um, 
Audrey Little, yes. who just reposted me on, for having her lingerie. Oh, yes, I, I love so, Audrey. Audrey, said, I love you. Literally, I want to say what I love about the influencer community is community. It's like once you hop in, it's like you find you support mm-hmm. people who are looking out to you. I feel like it's just like you have to have the, the damn like, hey, I'm an influencer, and that means oh, look out for this person. Yeah, like I feel like honestly, I be sitting here, I'm like I be trying to interact with them, but you know, I ain't one. I could be one. Anybody could be one. Anybody could be an influencer. It's just like you just got to make it clear and present that you are one. So that way they can know how to look Or that at. you just want to have some influence on somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because me personally, like, I'm a person. Like, I would say I'm an influencer, but it's more so like I'm doing some. Your sub- lifestyle? Life, lifestyle. Like I just do it subconsciously. It's like, you know, it's like I I smoke my weed, I drink my wine, I mind my business. Like that's my <laughs> motto. It's like I I call I went to college. I mean like that's one thing I'm grateful for, but it's like I just do me. One of the best things about being like a an influencer is just like you're able to like touch people that you didn't expect to touch. Yeah, at all. You don't like you'll be you'll turn around it's like I mean, even though really grown shit is like going we've only done like three episodes. I'm uh-huh. I'm having people reach out to me like, Hey, the shy like I've only watched the first three and this shit has impacted me. Like, it feels great to hear your voice. Like somebody, That's beautiful. Somebody comforting you. Somebody being able to look at you, to, like, listen to your... Basically, listen out to your story or just, like, be able to give your story a platform. You know? You are an influencer. Yeah. You influence people by passion of your words. And I just, I just got to write that down. So I just got to put that somewhere in my fucking... You just have to it's, frame that. Yeah, I just got to frame it around it. <laughs> I literally want to tell you my, my <clears throat> whole Instagram presence is like me minding my business. Like, you know, I got some pictures where I'm dressed up in a clip. Some pictures where I'm just like, I just got my hair done and I'm posting this even though I got sweatpants on. You That's fine. Know. You and look you, hot. And, and I look... Oh, my pictures when I just be high as hell. Every, listen, you look you, good. If you don't have, I always say this. At first, when I was on Instagram, I used to only post when I would have a new hairstyle. That was my method. And I mean, I and back in college when I was struggling, I would only get my hair done like once a month. So that was like one Instagram post a month. So, so why do you why do you think that insecurity of needing to post with a new hairstyle came from? I feel like it just came from just like I wasn't. I wasn't really, I was confident in myself, but I'd say, like, one of the things I was is that, like, I didn't really take that much pride in my appearance when I was younger. One of the things that I remember, I feel like one of the running gags in my family was that, like, I was so smart that I lost my sense of fashion. Okay. And so it was kind of like a moment where it's like, all right, so I can't show y'all when I'm bummy. I got to show y'all when I'm done up. And so it's kind of like that idea where it's like, okay, it's like show your best presence on Instagram. So your best looks never a fault. Yeah, like they can't catch me slipping. But then I want to say it's like when it started actually including the stories element, the stories element kind of brought me in a little bit more closer and I can feel more like, actually, like I can post my day to day. Mm -hmm. I don't have to like put my, get my shit together to put a story on my Insta, uh, to put a story up on my Instagram. Like, I can, like, honestly, like, remember how Snapchat, Snapchat used to be sending people random ass shit every day. Every day? Every day. Didn't matter what you look like. If you had your headscarf on, you sent a snap. If you had your, fuck, if you was in the middle of getting your hair done, you was getting, you was getting the shit, you was doing it all. But one thing that I just, that was one of the things that I just remembered about Instagram was that, like, as they started developing a little bit more, it's like, I got more comfortable in, like, actually using the app. Actually mm-hmm. being able to be a little bit freer. Quote, unquote. Well, that grows with age, too. You know, when you were younger, it was such a stigma of you would have your Instagram, you would have your high school friends, you would have, you know, your kid mm-hmm. friends. 
and you had to look the best all the time. Or you were no flaws. Exactly. And then everybody was all young and shit like that. And it was like, honestly, Instagram was a scary place. Well, it wasn't scary, but it was one of those places where it's like everybody, everybody was on Instagram. Mm. So remember, remember the whole list? <laughs> Oh, I did not know. Okay. Please explain. All right. So, okay. So, back in high school, there was some shit. <laughs> I feel like every every high school has had this at one point. Basically, the whole list was on some shit where it's like, oh, it was like all the girls who, all the girls and boys are gender non-conforming folk who even was sucking and fucking in school. People are so, kids are so evil. <laughs> They I remember was there so- was a Facebook one, but I do not remember Instagram. No, I remember it was, but it was it was like an Instagram page, but it's like all the Instagram pages were private. Mm-hmm. But look at we all grew up and we got back. But I feel like we learned from a lot of the folks who still learned, growing. Everyone's still growing. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. But my next question has to be: What's like some of the what's some advice? you can give to like someone who's like trying to who's basically trying to reach out mm-hmm. and basically it's like they want to start for, start their influencer platform just from start i would say to just post just do it just make one really raw maybe even unfiltered just story driven post and just post it Put mm-hmm. it out there. Even if you have to start a new page or on your old page. I use my old page. You know, I just use that one page. Mm-hmm. Just post. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have something you need to say. Let everybody know what you need to say. Mm-hmm. Don't feel discouraged by anybody's size or anyone's skin color. Mm-hmm. How they look. Physical. If they, you know. Yeah. Physically me. lost by anything. Exactly. Um, like, I feel like it's, it's like a place where just, I feel like back in the day when it first started out, it was more of a place where it's like, you know, it's like all the good people. It, cause after, Generic. Because you gotta remember, at first it was just a fucking um, a Apple thing. If you had an iPhone, you could fuck with Instagram. If you had an Android, you couldn't. Yeah. Then when everybody got an Android, then we got, then we got the Carmen. Because I had an Android when Instagram first came out. And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> But now Instagram is more of a raw deal. Where it's people more, are it's, able to post whatever and not feel subject to that standard of, mm-hmm. I have to look like a Calvin Klein model, mm-hmm. you know, or I have to be in France, Italy, and England all in one week and post all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like people have been using their Instagram pages as just like self-diaries, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like with Finstas. I mean, Finstas, everybody always asks me, like, you know, like, what's the difference between an Insta and a Finsta? Mm-hmm. Your Finsta is for your close friends and family so this is before even a close friends list even came out you had a fence to if you followed too many damn people and you uh-huh. didn't want to because the thing is like people began like started like putting their life stories actually like, be like when when stories became out like oh, when like it's, the stories daily like when instagram had uh-huh. stories people were more like more accepting not accepting but just like they were more free with their presence like you know it's like because it's like a daily opportunity it's, to post mm-hmm. something is that what you daily, mean? daily yeah. operation to post like something. snapchat okay exactly and so what ended up happening is that people start being too a little bit too um nosy in my opinion or just like they ended up following too many damn people and they was like i don't want all y'all motherfuckers in my business oh okay and or my favorite, they had some wild ass stories. They had a wild ass life, and it's like, all right, I gotta tell somebody, but I'm not to fin- people. But I'm not finna send a mass group text out. <laughs> oh, okay. So I it's kind of like a secret diary for your secret friends. Exactly. Maybe not secret friends, but limited friends. Yeah, you're limited friends. Okay. You're limited friends. You're close confidence. I don't have one, so yeah. 
Okay. No, I, I mean, like, honestly, on Twitter, I see the whole debates. I mean, like, I have a Finsta, but it's, like, I use it as a way to for me to, like, connect with the people on my Instagram who I don't mm-hmm. really see. Because, like, even though I do have an Instagram and a Finsta, it's, like, my Instagram is kind of, like, my, oh, I post this when it's, like, I have a new life update. Like, I feel like now Instagram feels like a Facebook for me. Or like really? I, I kind of post like just shit that's just been like something new in my life, or but you're used to that type of routine. Mm-hmm. I got used. To I it. would say that if you wanted to, if you want to break that routine, mm-hmm. just post something. It doesn't have to be a new life update. It mm-hmm. could just be a post. People post because they want to share. They want exactly. to enlighten. They want to influence. Exactly. Whether you call yourself an influencer or not. You want some influence on somebody. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, even with like, this whole the update of just, like, how they might, they're going to take my likes for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That might help a lot of folks who are just, like, you're kind of breaking out of that shell of, like, because I feel like people are mm-hmm. limited to, limited to <clears throat> limit their post activity based off of their likes. How many likes they might get mm-hmm. or how many follow. Like, it's oh. like, there's, everybody got those photos where it's like, if I go post this shit, I'm going to get 56 Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get 56 likes, but if I post this motherfucker, I'm gonna get 222. I don't I'm know. a little controversial on that idea. Speak on it. Speak on it. A lot of people make money from Instagram. A lot of people have deal brands, you know, with individuals that are based on their likes and their follows. If you have, let's say, you have a brand marketing with Nike. Mm-hmm. And Nike can't see how many likes you get on their posts, you promoting their you know, product, mm-hmm. then that can subject to change to see how many people are actually seeing your post. Okay, well, let's go with Tashaya. We want her to model our new shoes. Mm-hmm. But we can't see how many likes. We don't know how many people saw this product. Mm-hmm. Then that can influence how your marketing strategy or campaigns with mm-hmm. brands can go. And so I feel like... It's all about building yourself. Yeah. I feel like it's like Instagram is like a Facebook form where it's like you build your brand. Yeah. If you can't... If you don't... It's, it's kind of like if you don't know how to build... Like It's like the presence that you give on Instagram is your mm-hmm. brand. And if you want to, and you cultivate in any shape or way form you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why it's like kind of been more, a little bit more free. Like, it's like I did, I was first, I was just posting like just moments where I was happy. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I'm posting videos of me rapping and shit. So, I mean, like, that's more giving my character, giving my sort more so, like, my personality. Variety, yeah. Like, a little bit more variety in myself. And it's like, you know, it's like more photos instead of just like the standard, just one photo per post. Mm-hmm. And so. I feel like just, like, with all the updates, like, people have been more uh, unapologetic on Instagram. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel um, like that's definitely breaks me down. All the people I've been following, once again, Audrey Little, Kelly Morin, I believe her name is, mm-hmm. um, Ashley, you know, the model Ashley, she just became pregnant, uh, the mm-hmm. plus-size model. Mm-hmm. Just a variety of people, maybe even not well-known, um... They influence me to post how I want to post. Mm-hmm. To be free in my skin and my body. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm so, so slutty by posting a certain way. Mm-hmm. We need to break down from those, you know, those shapes and those molds of people mm-hmm. being so slut, mut, slutty by posting some lingerie pics or something like that. Thank you, thank you. I f- honestly feel like everyone should just have a picture with their best underwear on. <laughs> I feel like everyone... I feel like hashtag I- best underwear. Hashtag, there you go. Hashtag best underwear. Hashtag best titties. I mean, best, I mean best uh, bra or whatever undergarments <laughs> you wear. Whatever you wear. Best Be lingerie. Free. You know Be how free. exposed you'll feel? To all the people that you're posting it to. And then remember how they used to say, like, if you ever in nerve... Remember how you... When 
Remember when you used to come on a crowd on the, on the stand and you was nervous and they said if you got stage fright, act like everybody in on stage is, I mean is, is naked, naked or something? Is yeah. Naked or in the underpants. Why the fuck why the fuck ain't nobody doing that now? I should you know what that's just me just being extra that's just me being just outrageous. It's like I sit here and I'm just like, you know, I feel that after a certain point where it's like everybody's news start getting exposed, I'm like, you know, everybody should start trip 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 but that was just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was just my opinion. I was like, you know what? I'm like, if motherfuckers getting their news released, I'm like, at this point, there'd be a revelation where everybody's just like, hey, my shit. But then it's like, now people got OnlyFans accounts and shit like that. Like, that's, I just learned about that shit. Basically, it's like, people can put their own porn on the website and just have it their own subscribers. I don't even know that shit be possible. Oh, on Pornhub? No! It's called OnlyFans and you just buy a subscription. Oh, wow. I don't even okay. know. And that's better. And sometimes I sit there like, that's better because you're making your money. And I feel like you're kind of fighting the bullies in that way, too. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to expose your news. Oh, I'm going to link this. I'm going to link that. Like, okay. Be- better yet, I'm going to do it myself. And I'm going to make <laughs> those, the membership $5.99 a month. Exactly. And I'm going to get some profit off exactly. of it. Exactly. That's taking back yourself, your privacy, your body, all of that. All these people, they said they want to um, expose me. It's in the cloud and everything. Cool, I'm gonna do it myself. Exactly. Make it five ninety nine a month <laughs> and you're gonna have to pay for it. And, and someone's I'm gonna, gonna become pay. a millionaire. Someone's gonna pay. That's all that matters. Some, somebody is some, gonna pay. I feel like there's a somebody for everybody and I always say that somebody yes, always gonna uh-huh. check somebody always checking on you. Somebody is always checking on you no matter what you're doing. Whether you know it or not. Exactly. You could be minding you could be like me and minding your business and then somebody <laughs> and then somebody out of the blue cause hey beautiful and I'm just like, hey, Hey, I'm busy. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on now. Come to me when my life is like stagnant. It's like stable. Okay. But I don't know. So like, what's your mark about influencing? What makes you stand out? I feel like I'm still in a transitioning period of becoming mm-hmm. an influencer. Mm-hmm. I still well, what wanna... do you want to make stand? What would you? What I want the dream to be? Yes. Come on. Let's, I let's feel like back. you know this thing is like this thing is like when you really grow shit is that like you give. It's like your passion starts to come to life. You mm-hmm. start to be able to look like you're exploring a side of yourself that you weren't able to beforehand because you had, an edu- you had to focus on your education. Uh huh. You had to fo- you had a goal, another goal in mind before even going to your passion goals. You know, it's like I say, it's like when you cop out of college, you're able to pursue things that you didn't want, you didn't know that you were able to pursue, you were able to, you're capable of doing. Yeah, very Just true. because it's like you have enough, like I said, free time. I went to college for psychology, marriage and relationship counseling. That's completely different from body acceptance mm-hmm. and modeling. Like what you were saying, sometimes your career passion, your career goal is your passion goal. Mm. But sometimes it's two separate things and that's okay. Exactly. I still want to go in the direction of marriage and relationship counseling because I love, it makes me happy to see people in love seeing that one person that makes you think foggy you know you'll do anything for that person Mm. and it's mutual and healthy and accepted within each other Mm. but my passion goal is to be able to have women men non-binary every gender every non-gender be accepting of their selves you know regardless of age sex color skin you know every be able to identify themselves as being a self-positive advocate being able to make a mark on the world by 
showing somebody it is okay to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Your stretch marks, your your thighs rubbing, you know, everything is accepted. I'm not promoting obesity or bad eating habits, but I'm also not going to promote, you know, dietary teas. Uh, oh, all God. the stuff that, that Instagram that influencers is post is, yeah. It's a scam. I don't care what anyone says. That shit is a scam. <laughs> flat tummy flat tea? Flat tummy tea? No, it's absolutely not. You, know, not. you don't know how unhealthy it is to have just a flat stomach? I mean, like, not, you know, not even saying that, but it's not. It's like, it's kind of physically impossible. But um flat tea. Yeah, flat tummy I, I, tea. It's a scam. It's promotion a scam. of having a supplement and not eating for the day. Thank you. Why? I think not. That's not that's unhealthy. That's a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not gonna help people promote that. Yeah, and I've had companies reach out to me, waist trainers, and that's okay if you want to put on a waist slimming band, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm I, not gonna promote the whole waist training where my my hips need to be wider than my 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 uh, uh, lung line. You I know? love like, my muscle top, and I wear my muscle top to the best ability. That's one thing I've always loved. It's like you know, about my body. Like, I got a muscle top, but it's like you know, it's like I feel like sometimes. I mean, like, I can speak on a different standpoint because like mm-hmm. one of the things that like I've done like one of my hobbies is I've gone to the gym since I've been going since I've since I've mm-hmm. and that's good. Yeah, I graduated, and like some people say like, oh, like you used to be thick, and it's like now you're losing weight. And it's like no, no, no. no. I'm trying to get to a place where it's like I can be healthy. My health can I could I'll be fine just lose a couple pounds. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine lose a couple pounds. I'm fine to have you know a little fupa here and there. You know I'm fine to have you know whatever. Like I'm fine with my body. Your so body good. is your body. My it's body is not my body. To live up to be standards of someone mm, else. Like, I'm not, yeah. no, I'm not living for anybody else. I'm You're for, not. I'm living for myself. You have one body, and that's exactly what it is. It's a body to capsule your soul. That's it. Mm. And your body will go through so many changes. Exactly. It's yours. Like, you sit here, it's like, there's some people who are like, I'm trying to get back to my high school weight. If that's your goal in life, then that's your goal. And I say, go then for it. Then by all means, go for go it. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. But just always remember, just life hits you very deeply, you know? Mm-hmm. You might... Have some nice food some days. You might pick out one week and mm-hmm. then you didn't know. You might actually get some bad soul food and then you have to struggle and you get sick. You know, it's like other things. You know, it's like things happen. Things mm-hmm. happen. In your opinion, do you feel like there's a difference between being sick and the term BBW? Honestly, I know. What is that? What does the BDW stand for? Because I've heard two different definitions. I've heard. Big black women, uh-huh. and I've heard big beautiful women. Exactly, and it could be both. It's it's a tendency. It could definitely be both. I believe that there is a different um, a different terminology for both nowadays. Mm-hmm. In terms of being thick or curvy, curvy. sometimes I it can like be curvy. a skinny girl with hips and some thighs that she injected into her. You know. Oh, Chile. But once again. If that's what you want to do with your body, then by all means... Do what you want to do. It's yours. You paid for it. <laughs> do what you want to do, boo. Exactly. But I wouldn't claim to be plus size. 
unless you hit it a certain size. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want someone to post, oh, I'm so thick today. And then the next week, they're slim as hell, you know? Make it make sense. Fake. Make yeah. it make sense. No, no, Because no. I feel like one thing I loved about being a black woman is that we kind of through history. Like, if you look back to, like, old hip-hop videos... We kind of redefine beauty standards, like, with the term thick out thickness. Yeah. You know, it's like, think about it like this. When OG, F- 106 Park. 106. You, R- I- R.I.P. That shit was not classic. Every day I come back to school, I go fucking watch <laughs> 106 Park. Park. <laughs> you know, they had, you know, you know, everybody had the wide hips, the thick thighs, the big booties. And it was like, they showed appreciation. They were given a face to the thick women, the crowd, to the BBWs. Okay. That's given the face. And it's like, me personally now, I feel like the appreciation has now turned to like more of a fetish. It's like more of a glorification. Okay. I, I feel, me, me personally, it's like, well, I, I'm not a music genius, but I listen to a lot of music. But I remember when Drake said that line about, I like my girls BBW, you know, it says some shit where it's like, suck you dry, eat some blood shoes, some shit like that. It became like, it was at the point where it's like, oh, now you got me on your team because it's like, oh, you shot big women. And I'm like, I'm a big girl, so hey. But yeah. at the same time, I said, then I'm like, is Drake really with a BBW? No, not that we publicly know of. Not that we know and about. And isn't his baby mama, like, categorized as curvy, but she's not really curvy? <laughs> so she's like, uh,. Let's say a middle sized woman and you know, she's that's, that's has hips or something. That's the thing. It's like you make it seem like it's like I don't even know. It's like sometimes people say like being thick. This is like a category. Uh-huh. Like it's like you have to have a category. You have to follow a certain categorization. Like you have to have this standard size. You have to have this standard. And it's like there are people who actually try to do that based off of their like their their structure. Like you know, it's like there are some people who's like, yeah, well, I'm very slim. Can I still be thick? And it's contingent. I would say, you know the terminology, the slim termino- thick. Yeah, yeah, terminology. I would say maybe, and I'm not passing judgment on anybody. Mm. I'm just saying maybe you would be slim muscular, maybe. Exactly. Slim yeah, right. going to the gym to get that booty uppy, mm-hmm. you know? It's more like using the right terminology, using the right ter- like the right yeah. context. So that way sometimes, well, sometimes people get offended. I can tell. Whenever they see some skinny ass person talking about slim thick, and shout, listen, when I choose these words, you know I love and all respect all my people of all my sizes. But if you see somebody who's like stick, talk about slim thick, you're going to be like, I'm confused. You're going to be like, I'm make it make sense. And you well, know with media, most in uh, music videos, it's usually like a girl with a small waist and a big butt and some thighs. And that's a big girl. Mm-hmm. But you'll never see uh, or rarely see people over the size of 20, 22. Mm. You won't see that really, really big girl where she's got all the curves, mm. you know. And it's like I feel like we have to have like we have to wait to get a, our own fucking song to get like our appreciation. You had to be wait. You had to get the invitation for an acceptance into like, a rap bro, video. Yeah, bro, bro, one song <laughs> true that Jay she's like she ain't fat, but she's just a thick. I was like, all right, so this is all song I can dance to in peace at the club. I mean, I can dance every damn song, but it was kind of like, oh, it's a special shout out to me. Like, hey. Yeah, but you know who started breaking down those barriers? Who did? And maybe, you know, they're not even a male. Uh, Lizzo. I fucking love Lizzo. Lizzo is a big girl. And guess what? She is big and plump and juicy. Plump, peachy as Mm -hmm. hell. Mm -hmm. And I love everything about her. She ain't got a flat stomach. You know, she doesn't have that flat stomach, small hip, big butt thigh ratio. 
as if um, Nicki Minaj would have or something like mm-hmm. that. She's like she she's a genuine body, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like what's the thing? Why I love it? I feel like this nice transition of like real people being honest. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I didn't have to get my body done by no surgeon, or I had to get. I didn't have to like do no weight loss or journey to get for for y'all to be able to see me shine because that's why I feel like what's going to happen for some people. It's like they don't get their big break until they lose weight. That is true. I've seen that in some cases. I've seen that in some cases where it's like there's been a person who's like they'll try to basically make their voice stand it out, but it's like because they don't fit an image. They're like, okay, let me go back in the lab for a few minutes. Go back, maybe lose a couple pounds, change their haircut a little uh-huh. bit. Next thing you know, they come back in the ring. It's like, oh, yeah, you're acceptable now. So you and feel like they've changed themselves to be accepted yeah. into that certain social circle i see i've seen okay. i've seen instances like that but i feel like that's not the what method that should be the case for yeah any, it's for not us, healthy any, anybody for who wants to be influencer i feel like it should be like oh you're influenced because you're on your own body your own self and that's what i love about lizzo it's like she's able to actually be her unapologetic self and it's like she has fans but it's like fuck it I'm the same way too. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, it's, it makes you feel it makes you feel like, okay, there's a person like me out there and I can talk to them. If I ever see them in person. I mean, that's all I am with Megan the Stallion, me personally. Just because it's like, you know, real high dress shit. I being, love Megan. Just oh being my able God. to be your own body and it's like, you know, it's like she giving love to the tall girls. Tall the girls, the boys, everybody, the girl, non binary, everybody exactly. was on stage shaking it, you know? Everybody, oh my God. I That's love, the type of love you need. I love going to make, anytime making a sign has a concert, some type of event, somewhere I love going because you see all the beautiful faces. You know, she's, all, she's there to entertain. She's she entertains it, everybody, mm-hmm. not just a social standard of. You know, a certain look of somebody. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, I feel like, you know, it's like certain artists, they do have their own sort of target. No, they have a target audience, uh-huh. and they have a surprise audience where it's like, oh, you don't expect those people to come out because, you know, it's like just have their, the media, how the media frames, like, you know, your target, how uh-huh. your media frames you. It's like, if they frame you like this unapologetic queen, then they're going to want you to be around unapologetic queens, the city girls, all that shit like that, you know? Just city girl behavior. Or talking about just like how people how certain folks like future, you know, be the problematic motherfuckers that like future. Mm. I'm a future fan. I'm a future fan. But it's like, you know, just if you think about his generic target audience, he'd be like all those misogynistic motherfuckers. I don't know. But but that's kind of how it is for me sometimes. That's how I see it. But it's like I see that since that lately we've had this rise of like people being able to be their unapologetic selves in their music, in their context, in their content, in their just being able to be a voice. Raw. For the, for voice. The, yeah. Raw. Uncut. Classic. Literally. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. But honestly, that's just been that's just been one thing I've been really grateful for about the media. You feel like that raw side of people being able to expose mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. is a benefit. Yeah. Especially when you talk about just how it's like Think about it, like Instagram, uh-huh. YouTube, Snapchat, all these things. Like people are able to make their own content. How it's like you don't. It can blow up. From it, it. And it yeah. can blow up from just like you doing the ordinary shit. A possibility, yeah. Exactly, because just like it's this idea where it's like I feel that me personally, back when I was in school, I felt because I had to, I was held to a university's name or like a high school's name, I couldn't be the person I wanted to be because I was kind of under a kind of under so say a I had a name tied to me okay and it's like I kind of had to 
uphold their brand a little bit too. Instead of yourself. Instead of myself sometimes. But now you know. Exactly. Like you break it from where you were younger, but now you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta break. The thing is, I always say, like, people need to break. I say, like, when you get older, you do break through. And it's like, sometimes it is hard. It is hard. You know that one gospel song? Break every chain. <laughs> Break all of them. Buddy, Break them okay? damn chains and you keep it going. That's what you do. That's society's images. Yes. Nice. So you know what That's happens? what I like to hear. Because you know what happens if you break, if you keep them chains? They're going to weigh you down. Gen- generational trauma. That's what Oh, they, yep. Yep, the <laughs> cat is go. out the bag. I just. Generational trauma. <laughs> drop the mic. Drop the mic. And you know, that part, we're going to talk about that later on. You know, that's how. That's how things go. You know, every episode is like, you know, just reflects off another one. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of concludes our episode of Really Grown Shit today. Thank you I'll... for having me on no, the show. Thank, thank you so much. Shut up, Bijan. Thank you for coming today. <laughs> <laughs> she don't here to talk about it. Thank you for having me. You know, I would say I have a I have a spoiler for next week, but I really don't. You know, it just it just happens. It happens. But I want to say thank y'all to everyone who's been supporting really grown shit so far. So far, you know, we just made a voice and we're giving everybody a platform. So yeah, stay tuned next week for another episode. And happy to shy Thursday. You know, like, subscribe, <laughs> share my shit. I don't know. That's what typically all the YouTubers say at the end of their shit. I don't know. But love y'all. Toodles. See y'all next week.